0: So, what does it take to launch and run an Amada Senior Care franchise? Well, find out on another episode of We Are Amada. I'm Marcos Mora. Welcome to the show. All right, everybody. I am so excited about this episode of We Are Amada. Today, we have a very special guest, which is Matt Smith, the VP of Training Support for Amada Senior Care. Here's why this episode is so important. Back in 2016, we had grown the business to, gosh, probably 50, 60 locations throughout the United States, and our franchise partners are doing amazing, but everyone here at Amada was kind of homegrown Amada. So you had the founders, Chad and Tafa, who had grown the business here in Orange County since 2008. We had other trainers here in the company, but everybody was from Amada. But we had grown to a size where we needed to find somebody from the outside to come in and help us improve our training, improve our support systems. Who could that be? It was weird to think that maybe we would find somebody from outside of Amada. It felt weird. But then we zeroed in on Matt Smith. Here's what's special about Matt. Matt was one of our competitors. So here in Orange County, when we would go out to a hospital, to a skilled nursing, it was Matt that we were facing off. And we had a friendly relationship with Matt. We loved the guy. We knew uh, how, how talented this guy is, but could we really bring him in to be our VP of training and support? Well, we did. Matt started in home care a long time ago, and he actually used to be a sales rep for our biggest competitor. He went from sales rep of a company that was doing about $5, 6000000 million in revenues and rose to become the president of that company, taking him all the way to $9 million in gross revenues. So when we approached him and said, Matt, we want you to come to the light side, not the dark force, but the light side, the Amada side, He jumped at the opportunity. Matt has been with us since 2017, and he's completely revamped the training system of Amada Senior Care. That's why I'm so excited for you to listen to this episode, for you to hear exactly what you or our franchise partners would go through when you decide to acquire an Amada franchise. What does the training look like? How do we support you? How do we support you not only in the first month, but the first year, and then 10 years down the road? Because our support and our training never stops, it just changes along the way. So, welcome to the show. So excited for you to hear from Matt Smith. Here we go. So, here's a topic. We're at 160 locations. Sure. Yeah, that sounds about right. And we started franchising in 2012. Mm -hmm. And back then, Mm -hmm. the training really was what we thought was best for the franchisees. Yeah. And we had a week-long training back then, Mm -hmm. but it was... Crazy. Yeah. It was a ton of information. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was everything that we thought they could ever need for the next Mm -hmm. 10 years. Yep. And somehow it worked. Mm -hmm. But how has it changed from 2012
1: when we started training franchisees? And how has it changed since you've been on board? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, going back to when I came on board, which was five years ago this month. So I have my five-year anniversary in two weeks, which is crazy. It's really been five years. Yeah, it's been five years, right? So I would have put
0: you starting here in two thousand eighteen. Two thousand yeah, eighteen. Yeah. we had roughly how
1: many locations at that point? Oh man, less. I think less than a hundred. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So less than a hundred, probably. My guess, eighty-five to ninety, somewhere in that ballpark, if okay. I remember correctly. Okay. So when I came in. There's, I think, been probably three significant changes in the way that we've adapted to the market and the way we train franchise partners. Number one is, is that it was owner-led, right, when we started. So the founder's. Meaning, Chad and Taffa, they were the ones, and their experience was driving the training. Yeah. Um, and so it was everything that they knew and everything that they had learned that they thought would be helpful for a franchise partner uh, to open their doors yeah. and go, okay, guys, here's your stuff. And it was, you know, five binders and a lot of pencils. <laughs> I remember and, the binders. Yeah, pencils we had tons and pens, of binders. Yeah. And it was, you know, get here at 8.30 and close the door, and we can't get out till five. And that's yeah. not exactly true. But, you know, it was. Very intense. Right. And I think it was more directive. Right. Kind of like, hey, this is what you need to do. Here's how you do it. And that was kind of the model. Yeah. But that worked, especially when in 2012 and 2013, when, you know, as a system, we had four five, six, seven, eight franchises, because at the end of the day, the training and this is true. This is one thing that's been constant. The whole training has been let me tell you what you need to know, knowing that you're going to forget most of it, but you just need to know who to call When you need something. I see. Right? So that general sort of overarching concept of training hasn't changed. But in 12, 13, 2012, 13, and up to 2018, it was Chad and Tafa with a franchise partner in the conference room going over materials. And then when the franchise partners opened their doors, it was... Call Chad and Tafa. right? Does that make sense? Yeah. So part of the reason that I came on board was because I also have some great experiences and they wanted me to take over the training. So as our department grew, what we began to do was change it from being founder led mm-hmm. to expertise led, not that they're not experts, right? But as our team grew, I was able to bring in someone who's really great at sales. And what we really did is we honed our training down to three main things right? So three main elements. And we identified them. We call it our three pillars of success, right? Caregiving, Mm -hmm. becoming the employer of choice in your market, right? Sales, how do I drive revenue? And the third is ops. How do I create profitability within my system and within my company? So we took those days and these very structured, we're going to cover this on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, to now we go, we're going to cover these topics And depending on how long each topic takes, it's a little more fluid, but we really focus on those three pillars. And now, instead of it being Chad and or Tafa in a room with a franchise partner for five days, I lead part of it. Daryl, our director of talent acquisition, leads part of it. Matt Wilson, our operations manager, leads part of it. Jeremy comes in and talks about marketing. So instead of it being one or two voices... We now have five or six voices, experts in that particular field, in each field that lend their expertise to that particular element. And then it goes back to, okay, well, now that we have those elements in, it still comes back to, we give you a lot of information. And I tell franchise partners all the time, you're going to remember at best 10, maybe 15% of what we talk about. Right. That's it. And I always say, too, I go, look, when you leave here, this is what I want you to know. How to recruit a caregiver and onboard them, right? That's number one. How to go out and acquire a client, number two. And how to run billing and payroll. If you remember those three things, like, we've done our job.
0: Yeah, because when you first start the business, you don't have 50 clients and 150 caregivers Mm -hmm. and the issues that come Mm -hmm. at that point. Yeah, You have zero clients. Yeah.
1: So your task list is actually pretty small, Mm -hmm. right? So if I can get you to do those three things, three or four things and start to do them well, then it's just still, well, who do I call when I need support? And so that's where we have more training, right? From founder in a room, very structured. We do this, 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 and this, and these time blocks to expertise in these pillars. And it's way more fluid. So instead of going, we're only going to talk about caregiving on Tuesday, we actually start on Monday and sometimes we end earlier on Tuesday. Sometimes we actually have that session go into Wednesday. So we've created a dynamic within the training module that allows us, depending on the class, the attendees in the class, to focus more time on areas that we need to train more deeply into. Oh, I see. Right? As to go, okay, no, we can. We have to do a hard stop on this subject today. Right. No, it's like if we need to roll over, we roll over. It's okay. Yeah, so we've built some fluidity within our training. So I would say that was one of the changes. Okay. We've gone from founder led to expertise led. The second change is is we've changed it from a kind of a lockdown schedule to a more fluid schedule. Mm-hmm. And the third thing that we did is we began integrating franchise partners, existing franchise partners, as sounding boards, as guest speakers, as influencers in the training. So our goal is to have, when we're talking about caregiving, that we actually bring in one of our existing franchise partners, either by Zoom or if they're, they happen to be close or in, in town, they can do it in person. We bring them into that session and allow the new franchise partners to ask the existing franchise partners questions about like, hey, look, they're telling me that I need to do this with caregiving, is that true, right? Right? And so we've actually started to integrate existing franchise partners who have found success in a particular channel or particular activity as a way to encourage, as a way to validate that this is really what you need to do. So I think those would would be our three big changes. Founder to expertise, a little more fluid, but then bringing in existing franchise partners.
0: And for those of you guys that are listening to this, so we have a, a backup that we have a one week training that Correct. our franchise partners come to mm-hmm. once they sign their franchise agreement, they pay the franchise fee. Yep. Excitement is at all time high. All time high. And fear is at all time high. right? Yeah. Everything is like, ah, yeah. Yeah, 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 what yeah, yeah. are we to do? And then they come for a one week training with yeah. us Monday through Friday. hmm. It happens just about every month. That's correct. Right? Mm-hmm. And they come and, and, and those are the changes you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then they leave. Yes. So, but the training doesn't stop. That's correct. What happens once they leave and they remember 20% yeah. of what they learned? Yeah,
1: that's a great question. I'll even, like, let me even go back to before Mario. Yeah. right? Like, uh-huh. what happens before? So, we actually give franchise partners now some homework mm-hmm. and some prep. To do before they come to Amada University, okay, so they, yeah. So, yeah,
0: what's funny, Matt? I should know this, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, but, but this is good. We're doing this podcast. Yeah, it's great. So I get to learn. Yeah. So they sign the franchise agreement. Yeah. They pay the the fee. franchise fee. That's right. Fear is all time high. Excitement is
1: all time yeah. high. Before training, they they do we actually have one of our one of our staff, Stella, she's our field trainer, she gets on the phone and we start to do competitive analysis calls. Uh-huh. So we start to investigate what their competitors are doing in their market, how much are they charging their clients, their competitors how much yep. are they paying their caregivers yeah what services do they offer what all of that kind of stuff. So they start to build a little bit of some community knowledge. We actually help them develop their five-day sales cycle prior to coming to Amadi University. Because what we want is we want them to have, uh, for lack of a better term, some meat on the bone for their business. So when we and i come, come in, in
0: like totally bushy-eyed and correct whatever they what do they call it bushy-tailed and wide bushy-tailed, bushy-tailed and wide-eyed eyed, and, and bushy-tailed. And, right? And, 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 yes.
1: Well, bushy-eyed is weird, but yes, <laughs> it's wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. Then, but like I want to give them context. Yeah, because one of the things that we do as an exercise when we talk about operations is we actually do. It's great. I'm terrible at math. Okay, self, uh, like uh, you know, identified. I'm awful at math. Terrible, but I'm really good at home care math. Like I get home care math. So one of the exercises we go through during the week is we go. Well, what do you think you should bill your clients, and what do you think you should pay your caregivers? And we work through in a university how those two level out uh, and what their margins are going to look like if, if they fill this and pay this. Right. And then, and then we, we bring in like, oh don't forget, you gotta pay this and pay this and pay this. And so this can impact your margin, right? So we started to make that super practical. But if they go in and they do this competitive analysis before they come to Amada University, they know where their competitors are. We use that information to say, okay, well, your pricing might be a little bit higher. How are you going to message that to your referral sources? I see.
0: Having that background before they come to Amada University is... Makes
1: Amada University so much stickier for the franchise partner. Because they're like, oh, I talked to so-and-so, they're charging... $35 $35 an hour. Yeah. Okay, well, what are you going to pay your caregiver? Well, okay, so maybe you're going to charge $37 or $38 an hour. How are you going to talk to families and referral sources as to why you charge $2 or $3 more an hour? Right. What's the value proposition? So I can take Modi University and not talk about sales strategies in theory, but I can go to a franchise partner and go, hey, your rates are going to be $3 higher in your market. Let's talk about how we can help you build messaging and we practice 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 in Amada University a lot of role play yeah, right it's right, great right but we do that so when they go back to their office and they open their doors they know how to communicate to sell to bring in caregivers because it's practical and it's relevant to their market because Chicago is very different than Mississippi in many ways and billing, so billing, payroll, pay rates, minimum wage. Yeah, like even think through like cost per square foot for your rent. Sure. So your yeah. mo- so yeah. your fixed expenses are much higher in urban areas as they are in suburban areas. Yeah. So we help take a model university and that pre work to give them some context into how to build their office when they go back home.
0: Ah, very interesting. And that's why a lot of times when a new franchise partner comes on mm-hmm. and they go through because it, it takes us. At least 30 days, somebody mm-hmm. go, wow, this is amazing business. I want to do it. It yep. takes about 30 days to take people through the process. Yep. And it's also taken us five years, right? Yep. People have learned about us a long yep. time ago, mm-hmm. but they're so excited. And, and there's sort of this period of time that they need to do the homework before mm-hmm. they ever come to, mm-hmm. to a modern university. Yep. And you may not even come to modern university for several weeks after, after. Yeah. you've acquired or, the franchise. Or a couple of months, right? Even if you're though, at, yeah, that's yeah. right. If you're in even, though, shape. Mm-hmm. even though you're doing a ton of work and that's a ton correct. of homework before yeah. that.
1: Yep, yeah, and so we're prepping them. We're getting them ready. They come to Amada University, and then we graduate them. So we play yep. pomp and circumstance. They That's get right. diplomas. They get, we yeah. take pictures. Yeah. Like it's great. It's it's awesome. Like and everyone laughs. We have a great time, and we send them on their way. And we tell them, hey, you need to go out. And you just need to open your doors. You just need to get after it, Yeah, right? You need to take all these things that we learned. And we've even built in like some cool technology stuff into the Amada U deck. So there's some QR codes. They can scan them and watch videos oh, and remind cool. them. So we've built yeah. that in too, right? Okay. So they go back home and they start to implement some of the things that we trained them on. And what we tell them is, hey, you have one primary point of contact within your, our organization now that we didn't have before, right? So in 12 and 13 and 14, in our early years, it was what do I do? I call Chad and taffa. Yeah, and, it was. and and as we've grown, and I, dude, I I couldn't believe this, but when I came on board in 2018, uh-huh. there was about 14 or 15 people at AFI total. Yeah, there's 13 people in my department now. Yeah, my oh, de- that's amazing. So our training and support department is almost the same size as AFI was when I came on board. That's crazy. It's, it's crazy, right? You know, you know how my department has changed. <laughs> It's the same. It's the same. Same. It's great. You don't need it. It's, it's I need exactly more. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. The same. <laughs> it's great.
0: Which actually That's tells great. you. Which yeah. And and I think so it's So you're kinda, saying I'm, I'm I'm significantly
1: less efficient than you. You're significantly more
0: important. Okay. I like than that. our department. That's a great way. Yeah. You, you look it, yeah. at I, I know and I'm not going to name the franchises, but you go to these uh franchise shows mm-hmm. and there are these booths. The franchise shows are people go to learn about franchising, right? right? And there's, you know, us, there's Jersey Mike's, there's yeah. everybody. Yeah. And usually at our booth, mm-hmm. it's me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Hey, you're interested in Amada. Yeah. And then there'll be franchises where there's literally 20 guys mm-hmm. at the booth selling the, the franchise. Yeah. And I think we've always realized that the most important part of the franchise really is your team. There's great brands out there, but our brands out there, that are really designed to sell, 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 sell. sell. And then uh, you make it if you're, you know. If you can figure if, if it out. If you make it, you make it. Yeah. But not not the case with us. So just so you know, uh, uh, my team is uh, uh, three with me. Yeah,
1: three. I love it. That's And, you, that's, and that's your great. team is, you're, how much? We're... I think we're 11 going on 13. We're adding two more. That's a lot of people. Yeah, it's great. But here's the thing. You know, I was actually just doing, um, you know, when I talk to potential franchise owners and doing our discovery process, I see the most important thing that they need to get, at least in my, my goal for them in Discovery Day, is to understand the level of support they get from the franchisor. So when they open their business, they can feel very comfortable, as comfortable as they can, Mm -hmm. but very confident that if they need something, there is someone there that will guide them, that will help them, that will give them what they need because their job is to go out and build their business. And our department's job is to support them in doing that. So we tell them, hey, when you get back to to home, you have one primary point of contact. That's your franchise business coach. Here's their name, here's their number, here's their email address. Like you need to ping them all the time.
0: And by the way, these are folks that, You know, like uh, Heidi ran her own home home care company. These are folks that have deep experience in the home. They didn't just learn it from a textbook.
1: That's correct. They've all done it. So we have Matt Wilson. We have Krista Grinnell. We have Angela Starkey. All of them have actually run, ran, been invested in home care operations. So their job is to work on those three things, caregiving, sales, and operations. And so they'll meet with franchise partners all the time. So about 45 or 60 days, right? So we want franchise partners to go out, get connected with their FBC, and, and in all honesty, kind of get kicked in the shins a couple of times, yes. right? You yeah. got to go out there and stumble and scrape your knees and have some success and work through some struggles. And when they leave from training... huh. You kind of tell them, right? You're going to go out there. Yep. And, you're and gonna,
0: it's not going to be pretty. It's You'll,
1: it, you know what you're, you're going to struggle a little bit. You're going to struggle. You're going to get rejected. You're yeah. going to have caregivers that don't show up for their interviews. Yeah. You're going to have people that will tell you they don't want to talk to you. Right. You're going to go into facilities and they go, yeah, we we don't we don't need your services. Yeah. So, so you gotta you gotta scrape your knees a little bit. Yeah. So your FBC kind of will help you and coach you and guide you, but we kind of bring it full circle. So like Stella helps you with the pre-training. Stella comes out about forty-five or sixty days. Stella is one of our FBCs, one of our trainers, trainers, right? So she'll come out to your office for three days, and her whole job is to kick down the doors and help you reestablish all of the things that we taught you in Amada University to make sure they're being implemented properly in your office. So you graduate. You open your doors. You're working with your FBC. You skin your knees a few times. Stella comes out, mm-hmm. and Stella just gets after it with you. So yeah. she'll go out and make sales calls. Like it, coo- in
0: the car with you, driving all around. The, g- all day. Walking into the hospital, walking into skilled nursing, bringing Talking, the
1: donuts. Going to the long-term care insurance agent's office, setting up in-services, all of that. Yeah. She'll sit with you in your office and go, okay, let's look at your Indeed ads. How's your conversion rates? How can I help you with that? So she's in it with you yeah. for three full days. And then you go right back to your FBC. And it is an ongoing process where our FBCs meet with our franchise partners weekly mm-hmm. or biweekly. And it is their our job to coach and guide franchise partners in caregiving, sales, and ops. With the rest of the department supporting them. So we have... FBCs, and their responsibility, they're tactical, right? So they're like, hey, let's look at your numbers, let's look at your messaging, let's look at your KPI, so tactics. We have managers like um, and, and directors, and their job is strategy. So Daryl Beckles is our Director of Talent Acquisition. Right. Her job is, what strategies do we need to develop to recruit more and retain better? That's her job. Once we develop the strategy, she turns it into tactics, gives it to the FBCs, and they're on the phones with the franchise partners Got going, it. here's yeah. what you gotta yeah. do. So for us training literally literally starts the day they sign and pay yeah and it never stops not until they so, leave not until they leave the
0: system so two things about that somebody asked me the other day they said well what am i really buying right mm-hmm. i pay our franchise fee today is fifty five thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, and um like why what, what am i buying mm-hmm. for fifty five thousand? not only that what happens when i know everything yeah but right? they say you know I've, like and a lot of times they go well, like two years later There's nothing more you can teach me. Yeah. Right. So, and I still pay
1: royalties, right? Mm -hmm. You're still paying royalties throughout Mm -hmm. the life of the franchise. So what would you say to that? That's a great question. So here's the thing. I've been doing this for 17 years and I learn something new all the time. Yeah. You know why? Our industry changes. Like the federal government is making sweeping changes to how care is being delivered. That's being funded through the federal government, which has a direct impact on how care is being delivered on our end. Mm -hmm. So what you knew two years ago, and this is um, I was actually telling some franchise partners, you know, these potential candidates today. When I started, we were a client centric business. Everything we did was kind of geared around the client. That's radically changed. Covid oh. drove this. It's now a caregiver centric business. Uh, sure, yeah. Great business owners are great at caregiving, like great at it. So that's changed. So what you knew two years ago doesn't exist today. My number one referral source for caregivers when I started was Craigslist. Bottom of the I list. I remember now. that. Yeah. it's like bottom of the list now, and it was amazing. Like you post, yeah. you'd post something for
0: free on Craigslist and, and get hundreds 50, of resumes. Hundreds, right? And
1: now it's like no, now it's like totally different. Yeah. So what you knew two years ago is not the same. So what you get is you get our experience our knowledge, our and in some cases our forethought and our line of sight on the horizon of where care is being delivered. So while the franchise partner is is solely focused on their market, their their like space, we're taking on a little bit more of a global view yeah. And what are we doing on our end to help you on the local level? So we're also developing national relationships, national partnerships that translate into local relationships. So all of that is inclusive. Now you could, Go out and do it on your own. You could go out and create your own marketing materials. You could go out and create your own CEUs. But part of that ongoing royalty is that we're doing that for you. Right. And not only are we creating it for you, we're training you on how to use it in your specific market, right? So I think that would be some of the things that would be the benefit of the ongoing. You You also
0: talked to me uh, a little while back where you, I think, I can't remember who you were talking about, but uh, French's partner that they'll get to, let's say, 2 million in revenues. yeah. Yeah. And- they get stuck, yeah. Where they just they can't get past two million, mm-hmm. right? And they see other French's partners that will get to five and six, six and seven, seven, and they'll mm-hmm. be like, "What the heck? Yeah, I, how are they? How are they possible? Yeah. I can't imagine how I get from two to yeah. more, right? To more, yeah. And and you're talking about how.
1: A lot of the training at that point, you mentioned that what got you to 2 million mm-hmm. may not get you to 5. No, and it won't get you to 5. Right. It, it won't. Like, and what got you to 1 million won't get you to 2, and what right. got you to 2 won't get you beyond. So um, I think franchise owners, home care operators, go through three phases, right? There's uh, first, I have to build it, mm-hmm. right? And so that's the franchise partner actually working in the business. So they're doing the sales. They're meeting with the families. They're doing the They're stuff. everything. They're in it, yeah. right? They're yeah. knee deep, whatever yeah. that, right? Yeah. is. They're up to their eyeballs, yeah. right? They're in it. Then the second phase, though, is once you've built it and you get to a certain revenue mark and there's sort of this system in place, you go from building to growing. So how do I take what I have and make it bigger? But with the franchise, you're working in a designated territory. You're in a fixed sandbox, right? So once I build it and I start to grow it and I get to a certain level, I have to figure out how do I get to the third phase? That's Mm -hmm. how do I scale? How do I take what I'm doing and expand it? And then sometimes that scale means I have to build up, right? I have to figure out where do I take my designated territory and how do I find either within the individual client, my referral sources, or my market as a whole to find additional revenue streams Mm -hmm. to put into the top, right? So I can scale up, right? So one of the things that we help franchise partners do is to go, okay, well, if you're at this revenue mark, here's two or three things that you could implement today that would be revenue drivers to help you scale your business, broaden your relationships. So you go from building, right, which is you working in it Mm -hmm. to growing your business. That's the franchise partner working on it. So they're developing people. Right. When you get to the scale stage, then you're working above the business. And what that means is it's like, hey, if you stepped away, it's still going to keep going. Yeah. Right. That, and that's what you want. But at the end, if you're thinking about scale, you can start thinking broader, not, hey, I need five more referrals, but it is how do I look at my business and scale it in such a way with my partners in my community that I create even more value than the services I'm currently providing?
0: Yeah, which is crazy that it's, it's tough to talk about this on the podcast, yeah. but with all the work we're doing with long-term care insurance, mm-hmm. with VA, mm-hmm. and all that. What's funny is, is like you said, yeah. seventeen years later, we're still learning. Still learning ways to be able mm-hmm. to increase the cost per ticket, yep. kind of. Yeah, it's like, like, like Burger King. Yeah ads, you know, do you want french fries with that? Yeah. yeah. Right. And you you increase the cost per ticket. We're supersizing. We're supersizing. And it's amazing what's the, the research that's happening Mm -hmm. right now. Maybe we'll have to do a whole podcast about that, but it's so secret sauce. Yeah. We're figuring out how to bill. I don't even know how to, how to explain
1: it, but it's, it's amazing that
0: that's still being researched and created now after all these
1: years. Yeah. And actually talk about the VA like three years ago, we probably would have said, Hey, you know, the VA might not be great, right? The reimbursement rate, the paperwork. But you know what the VA changed. Yeah, the VA changed. So you know what's super viable now, right? So that's changed. Yeah. So it's changed, and so it's like, hey, if it's if it's viable now, it's like if you went and did it on your own, you might struggle for two years. But you know what? If you leveraged our system, you might be able to accelerate that and cut that time down by seventy five percent to where you're able to get into the VA and start receiving referrals from them. So. There's some great value in that, right? But that's why being part of a system and not going it alone really is a benefit to an owner, right? Because we're out kind of out in front. I think that's all the time we have. Awesome. I think we need to do another podcast. This was a blast. Well,
0: you're doing once a month from now on. (laughs) So don't don't you worry. That's (laughs) great.
1: I love it. We're doing a lot of these. Great. And Matt, you, you gotta go back to Discovery Day. I do. I need to go actually I have another meeting, so good to see you. Thank you. Well, I could talk to Matt
0: forever. You hear that I'm still learning from Matt. After 10 years of being here at Amada Senior Care, the guy is so knowledgeable. And this is the kind of staff that we have here supporting our franchise partners. It's so humbling to see the amazing team that we have here Amada. I want to thank you so much for listening to this show and so excited that you're going through this process of discovering if Amada is the right business for you. If you haven't started yet the process of discovering Amada, go to amadaseniorcare.com slash franchise. That is amadaseniorcare.com slash franchise. And you can put an inquiry there. We'll reach out to you and help you find out if this is the right business for you and your family. Thank you so much for listening. On to the next show. I'm Marcos Mora. This is We Are Amada we